Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, I am going to dive into What happens when you book a discovery call with a potential client? You've been doing all the networking and all the marketing and you've been trying to land that next client and you get a notification that now there's a new discovery call booked with a client and you start to panic. You start to freak out. What am I going to say? What am I going to do? How am I going to land this client? I've got you covered. I'm going to dive into all of that in today's episode. So let's dive on in. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. So I think the first thing that we need to address is the discovery call itself. I remember when I first heard discovery call, I was like, what is this? What are you talking about? Basically, a discovery call is a chance to get on a call with a potential client and to see if this is going to be a good fit moving forward. I think the biggest misconception is that we think discovery calls are kind of like a job interview and we have to be on, we have to have our A game, we have to be ready to answer all these questions and know everything there is to know about our service. And that's just not what a discovery call is. It's not a job interview. It's a call to see if this client is going to be a good fit for you or if you even have something to offer this client. It's a good chance to figure out what they're currently doing, what is working in their business, maybe what's not working, what goals do they have, and then if you could put together a proposal for them. You want to feel this client out. Sometimes it can sound all great in email and in correspondence, and then the second you get on a call, you realize, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be, this client is not who I thought they were going to be, or yes, this client is everything I want and I just wanna land them because they're my dream client. So let's run down the three things that I really want you to focus on for the discovery call. Like I said, the first thing is you need to see what the client is currently doing and what they're looking to accomplish with their business, with their area of their business that they're looking to outsource, and if you have a package that would support them. The second thing is you have to decide, is this a client I want to work with? That's the beauty of running our own business. You get to decide, yes, this is a great fit, or no, it's not. That was one thing. It seems like a very silly and little thing, but 
I remember my teaching job, there were people who were negative Nancy's and I just didn't enjoy working with them. They brought my energy down and it would have been nice to be like, okay, I don't want to work with you anymore, but I didn't have that choice. And you have the choice when you are your own business. When you are a freelancer, you call those shots. So that's the second thing I want you to see. Is this a client that you even want to work with? Do they line up with where you're at in your business, with your values, with what you're looking to do and how you're looking to further your business? I know it's so easy to think, well, this client will pay me so I can just take on the work. But if they don't align with you, if you guys don't jive together, you're eventually going to find that you're going to resent the work because you resent that client. You don't have a good feeling about it. So this call is a really great chance to see, hey, do we align? Do we fit together? Does this flow nicely? You'll be able to pick that up pretty quickly. And then the third thing is you need to gather the information from that client to be able to write a proposal to send to them after the call if you do in fact believe that, yes, this is a client I wanna work with and I have a package or I have a service that would support them in their business. So now that we've got that out of the way, what is the purpose of the discovery call? It's not a job interview, it's those three things. Let's talk about, okay, I'm going to get on a call, but I don't know what that looks like. Can you just tell me step-by-step, step, Aubrey, what I have to do on this discovery call? And the answer is yes, I will tell you exactly what to do. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you've already been on a bunch of discovery calls and some of this is not super new information, but maybe you just need to refresh it. Maybe your discovery calls have not been leading to clients saying they wanna move forward with you. So maybe you're thinking, okay, I might need to revamp or retweak what I'm working on. That's what this part of the episode is for. So the first thing, you need to definitely have a system in place to be able to set up these discovery calls right. And we want this to be something that's on autopilot. We don't wanna to have to be emailing back and forth with the client saying, hey, does Thursday at 10 work for you? Oh, no, you're busy. Okay, I have Friday at three or Saturday at one. No, we need to have a system in place. When you're first getting started, I definitely recommend Acuity. I also love Calendly and having those options available for you and also setting up a quick questionnaire just so you can gain some background knowledge on that client. You definitely want to take the time to kind of research that client, see what their business is all about. So you come to the call already having some of that background information. You don't need to spend so much time going over the client's backstory and how their business came to be. Remember, you want to get to the nitty gritty. You wanna see, is this a client I could work with and do I have a package that could support them? Another quick note is that these discovery calls are not turning into strategy calls or coaching calls. They are strictly to gain that information that we need to take the proposal. So you wanna make sure that when you get on the call that you're not spending an hour of your time. I like to keep my discovery calls around 30 minutes. Now that could give or take a little bit if the client and I get talking and we really feel like this is a good fit but I really like to try to keep it around 30 minutes. Respecting your time and your client's time, potential client's time is super important. So you've got a system in place, you know how to set it up, Acuity or Canly to have them book a call so it's an easy sending of a link to them so they can find a time that works for you on your schedule. Now the call is actually happening. It's the day of the call, the night of the call, and you're getting ready to hop on that call. 
let's talk about once you're on with that client, let's talk about what that looks like. Now, some people will say you have to do Zoom meetings with video on. Some people will say phone calls are fine. For me, in my experience, I did like doing Zoom calls. I liked being able to see that client face-to-face, being able to talk. For me, that worked really well, and that's usually what I recommend to my students. Once you get on the call with the client, it's super important that you take the lead, take the reins. Let them know this is how the call is going to look. You want to show that you are the business owner, you know what you're talking about, and you take the lead. So the first thing I tell you to do, you know, after those, hey, how are you, quick pleasantries, ask about the weather, whatever, just to kind of, you know, you don't wanna just jump right into it saying like, hey, I'm taking the reins on this call. Just say hi, so glad we could connect. Then you're going to set the stage. You're going to let them know what they can expect, set the agenda. If you have been in a corporate job or they have a meeting, I always loved having that agenda where I knew, okay, these are the things that they're going to cover. I knew what to expect. I knew when we get to this place, the call is ending, the meeting is ending. So a great way to do this is to say, hey, I'm so excited that we could connect today and I'm really looking forward to talking to you about your social media, your website design, your Pinterest. We are going to have about 30 minutes for this call. I'll start out and I'll ask you some questions to get to know your business, what you're currently struggling with, and then you can ask me some questions, some clarifying questions, and then at the end, if we both decide this is a good fit moving forward, I'll suggest some ways that we can work together. That way that client knows, okay, here's how it's going to go. After you've set the stage, you're going to want to talk to them about what they're currently doing in their business surrounding the service that they're looking to offer. So let's say it's Pinterest. What are you currently doing with your Pinterest? What does your current Pinterest strategy look like? How many times are you pinning? Just to get to a feel for what they have going on. Do they already have some strategy in place? Do they have no strategy in place? That way you can know where you're gonna need to come in with that. If they have absolutely nothing in place, they don't even have a Pinterest set up, you know that that's something that you're going to need to include in that proposal. You also wanna ask them, what goals do they have for this particular area? So if they're looking to outsource their Pinterest, why are they looking to outsource it? Why are they looking to maybe incorporate it? What are their goals for this? Is it to bring more leads to their website, to put more people into their freebie, into their class, into their courses? You need to know what that goal is, okay? If it's um, something like their website design, what is the goal of the website design? Why do they wanna have their website designed, revamped? getting to know their goal. From that, you want to ask them, how would their life be different if they achieved those goals? We really want to get to the emotional pain point. Yes, budget is a part of it. Do they have the budget for it? Are they ready to invest in this? But a lot of people will make decisions based on the emotion behind it. So if they're struggling to get people to their website, if they're struggling to get people to convert, you know, whatever it is, whatever their goal is and what that pain point is, you really want to bring that to the forefront. So when they go to make a decision on whether to move forward with your proposal or not, they're thinking about those things. And how how would it feel if those things were taken care of? How would it feel if they got five hours back in their business? If they got five hours a week back, what would that look like for them? Wow, gosh, that could be life-changing. That could that could totally free up their time. So really getting to that emotional pain point. That's a really great question to ask. And sometimes they'll be like, oh gosh, like I don't know what that would look like. Getting to that emotional side. Once you talk about that, you're going to want to repeat 
back to them what they said to you. You can use phrases like, so what I hear you're saying is, so what you're looking to do is, and then it just kind of reiterates, making sure that you're both on the same page. From there, you can say, you know, do you have any questions for me? Again, this is not turning into a coaching call. You're not going to be coaching them. If that turn starts to turn that way where they're asking questions where it's like, okay, these are things that we would get into if we're working together, you can kind of direct them in that way and say, I just want to make sure that I'm being super respectful of your time and that's something that we could totally cover in a strategy call that we could implement into your package if that's something you would like to do. From there, I want you to make your suggestion. If you do feel like this is a good fit for you, say, okay, I I think that this would be a really great fit for us moving forward. What I'm gonna do from here is take everything from our call and I'm going to create a proposal based on what you're looking for and what your goals are. I'll have that sent over to you by tomorrow at 3 p.m. And then I'll follow back up with you after that just to make sure that everything looks good and see if you're ready to move forward with it. So again, they are knowing what to expect from you. They, in in their mind, they can say, okay, I'm gonna have this proposal and then she's gonna follow up with me and then we can get started. Or, you know, I can say, I'm not ready or whatever it is for that client. But that way that client knows. And then again, you're setting that stage for them. And I think that that's the biggest thing is sometimes you know, lines can get crossed because we're not super clear. And I think it's totally fine for you to say, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. And if you do say that, if I'm gonna have that proposal to you by 3 p.m. tomorrow, you need to make sure that you deliver on that. No later than 3 p.m. I even say, you know, deliver sooner if you can. For me, it was super helpful if I had calls to be able to create the proposal shortly after that call because things were fresh in my mind. I remembered what they were saying. I remembered, you know, exactly what their goals were and what they were looking and what things I need to include in that proposal. So definitely doing that soon after that call and then following up with them. If you send a proposal over and you don't hear anything, you don't hear, you know, you hear credits, don't assume that that means that the client, you know, didn't like your proposal or anything. Sometimes people get busy, follow up with them. You said you were going to, so follow up back up with them and see where they're at in their business. That is my quick and dirty, you know, under 13 minutes right here of how to run a discovery call, what I think you should include in it, and what's the purpose of that discovery call. And I hope that that will be super helpful for you when you are getting on discovery calls with clients. Now you know exactly what to say, what the call should look like, what questions you should ask, and I hope you start getting out there and start landing those discovery calls and getting on calls with clients and booking them because now you know exactly what to do with that discovery call. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, if you learned something from this episode, if this episode you know, stood out to you and you really learned something, I would love it if you would just do two quick things for you because I just poured a ton of free value into you and I love doing that. So I would love it. I would love it so, so much if you did two things. The first thing I would love if you would do is go over to iTunes and leave me a written review. That's how this show gets pushed out to more people who would benefit from this episode. So that's the first thing you can do. It'll take you a quick two minutes to write a review 
let me know what you're loving. The second thing I would ask is if you did love this episode, if it helped you, would you head on over to Instagram and post this up on your stories? Take a screenshot of this episode right now as you're listening to it, post it up on your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Aubrey Malik so I can see it. I can share you in my Instagram stories and we can reach more women who are scaling their freelancing business this year in 2021. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.